Welcome to Outdoor Overtime, our first inaugural podcast, first time doing this. I'm Ben Rita. I'm Mason Moore. I'm Peyton Taycotch. And these are the hosts. So this is something we've never really tried or done before, have Nope, we? first time yet. doing it. Uh, we're interested in it. We'd like to try it. Um, we have a lot of goals here, you know, our big mission of all this, but I'll let Ben Rita continue. Yeah, so this is kind of something we came up with. I don't know, maybe a couple months ago. We yeah, right before our spring break for yeah. Penn State. Yeah. Um, and especially with all this COVID stuff, uh, yeah. nothing better to do then. Yeah, and one of the things I think we noticed was there's not really a podcast out there for, I, know, I would say, the younger generation. I at agree. least that I've found. I yeah. agree. Um, so I mean, this is for everyone, but... You don't, you don't see a yeah. lot of the younger generation, you know, 18, 19, 20-year-olds doing things like these, especially not for the outdoors, hunting, fishing, but... So pretty much the first podcast, I mean, you guys got to learn a little about who we are, um, what we do, kind of our what background. our mission statements, our background, um, and then kind of what our long-term goals for this are. I mean, it, don't get us wrong, it's our beginning, it's the first time we're trying to yep. do this, but you know, we got to start somewhere. I think this is the place for us to start in Mason Moore's basement here in Anvil, PA, the lovely town of Anvil, PA, home of the Quitty Creek. Um, if anybody doesn't know where that's at, it's a little bit east of Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, I mean... I guess we should start off with, you know, who we are. Yeah. Uh, so, like Peyton said, we're small town kids, uh, Anvil Cleona, like he We graduate said, with like 120 in our class, yeah, maybe. Nothing nothing crazy at all. Um, but, I mean, like, what do we do? What, Mason? I'll go ahead and start. Um, I, um, fresh out of high school, I went to the National Guard. I went to basic training for three months, AIT, which is your individual training, for another three, four months. Then I came home. I went to Lyman School. I now work um, as a power lineman now for a contractor for PPNL. Um, I grew up hunting, you know, since it, as long as I can remember, six, seven, eight. My dad, his his passion is hunting. He's a big whitetail hunter. He eats, sleeps, and breathes it every day. He um, brought me up through it all my life. I can't I can't imagine my life without hunting. Um, I also love to fish. Um, I just got started to fly fishing. I think we'll talk about that more as Reed is also a fly fisherman. But um, whitetail is my big thing. Now me and Peyton, we're going um, turkey hunting this Saturday. It's the opening day. We'll have a lot more on that, I'm sure. But my biggest thing is whitetail hunting. You know, I eat, sleep, and breathe it as well as my father. Um, as I grew up, I put more and more time into it. You know, as you're in high school, you have a lot of things going on. But now that I'm out of high school, you know, it's my biggest hobby. Uh, I put a lot of time into it. I hunt three different states, PA, Ohio, New York. Uh, we have land in New York and we lease in Ohio and I hunt a little bit around my home here in PA. Um, I hunt mostly private land. I started to do some public land hunting this year um, out of Fort Indian Town Gap and some game lambs around this area. Preferably I'd rather hunt um, private land. I think a lot of people would, but um, I think there's a whole other aspect to private uh, public land hunting. I think you both could agree yeah, on that. Yeah, that's something. I mean, I grew up public land hunting yeah. pretty much my entire. I mean, I did private land here and there, but for the most part, public land, small game, and when you get to the big game for deer like that, yeah. Yeah, it's a totally different ball game. Um, Very different. Most of it's woods. I think they don't have much food. I think a lot of people yeah. can agree on that. Um, one of the things I, uh, me and my dad are planning on doing an elk hunt next year in either Colorado, Montana, New Mexico, possibly Utah. We're all over the place looking for outfitters and stuff like that. Now, have you ever done a guided hunt before? We have not. No. We have not. Another thing, so we hunt western New York, but me and my dad actually found this guy that guides hunts in Long Island. 
and and it's crazy. The the bucks they kill there is absolutely insane. Like I've heard about that in Maryland, where it's like residential areas. Like they they people come like they pay hunters to come in and hunt them in residential areas because they're just going rampant around. Yeah. There. Well, yeah, that's the thing. The insurance companies will pay. So like in Maryland, you can shoot a ridiculous amount of yeah. deer. It's at least ten deer a year. Yeah. But it's because of the insurance companies want all the deer gone because of their you know all the accidents. But if nobody knows, so here in PA, you can you get one buck tag with your general license, and then you can put in for up to three doe tags as well. Yep. But back to the New York thing. So this guy, he's he's guiding people on this land on in Long Island, which he's got private land and public land. But the amount of deer they have in Long Island is insane. You'd never guess it. I've been going through his pictures and stuff, and it's just crazy. No, I guess no one's hunting really up in Long Island. Yeah, you never. Too, nobody right? would anyone plan. Who, anyone who does hunt that's in New York. I mean, first off, I don't think people in New York City would really hunt. But no. anyone exactly. that's in New York City is probably going to western New York over in the area yeah. you're going, Adirondacks. Yep. Yeah. And like or New York, North. New York, you can kill two bucks. And we don't, you know, we practice uh, land management. You know, we're trying to kill deer management. Yeah. Deer management. We're trying to kill Weapon bucks genetics. bigger oh. than 120 inches. That's our goal. I mean, it doesn't happen every year, but we can technically kill two bucks on the property we hunt in New York, but we... It's one or less. You know, you're shooting one or you're shooting none. We don't allow two. It's just the camp rule, whatever. But since we have that extra tag for New York, we're looking at doing this hunt in Long Island. So that's something we got to look forward to. Now, um, is it when you say two bucks? Is it two bucks for the entire year? Or is it two bucks just for the season? For the for the entire year. So the that entire, so across like muzzleloader, yeah, archery, yeah. rifle. Now, before you go into more of this, let me and Rita explain where we're coming from. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Before. So. I'm Peyton, like I said. Um, I'm studying right now at Penn State Harrisburg. I'm studying for electrical engineer, and I'm finishing up my first year, my freshman year. Um, like like Mason said, my dad as well eats, sleeps, breathes fucking uh, white-tailed deer as well as turkey. Um, and he brought me up since I was about six, seven, same, same age as Mason. And ever since then, I loved it, and that's all I want to do anymore. Like It's just a passion I live for, live and die for. Yeah, you really get hooked. I mean, it's almost yeah. like people talk about Especially, gambling addictions, yeah. addiction to drugs. My dad said, like, the same thing. once you once you get that first kill, dude, you're not going to want to go back. And I haven't even killed my first turkey yet, and, like, I love it. Just hearing that turkey gobble, you know, 50 yards away from you, you, you just shake like a, like I a think big box in front sh- of you. It's just the shakes you get whenever the, you shoot. The adrenaline if you haven't experienced the shakes, you don't know what you're missing out on. Buck like, fever is the best people, sickness you can people have. People think, you know, getting <laughs> drunk. You know, some people, you know, all all the crazy things they do for the adrenaline rushes. If you, yeah, if unless you felt that adrenaline rush of a monster buck being in front yeah. of you or, or breathing down your neck, anything, it's it's, it's I mean, like a ridiculous we'll, high. We'll get we'll get into it a little later in the podcast. I was yeah. talking about right. first buck yeah. but I mean, to sum it up in like one word, I mean, like a simple sentence. I mean, I can't even text. No, my you can't. I can't even text my you, dad. You have to. Right? <laughs> shoot, shoot, shoot yeah, buck, yeah. It, and it's not even like a. There's nothing you can explain to somebody that hasn't done yeah. it. You have to yeah. let Mother Nature and wild the, in the freaking woods do it yep. themselves. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. But you have to, you know, help that person out by giving them a chance. Yeah, exactly. But Rita, go ahead and explain where you where you come from. So, I mean, my background, I mean, my family, like, they're hunters, you know. A lot of, I mean, PA for hunting, it's pretty much, you know, you go out first day of buck. Yeah. You hunt the first, yeah. week, first day of trout. Everybody goes out first day of trout. I mean, it's... People call it the second religion. That's that's the, that's the PA yeah. way, as yeah. my dad likes to say. That's yeah. that's PA for it. I mean, I don't know about a lot of other states, but the Monday. I mean, it used to be the Monday, but uh, the Monday right after it's Thanksgiving. Now Saturday, right yeah, after it's now Thanksgiving. Saturday. 
But the Monday after Thanksgiving, uh, a lot of states probably don't have it off, but Pennsylvania does because that used to be the opening day. Yep. Of I know season. we were off when we were in high school. You'd have that Monday off. You yeah. always have yep. it off. Always yep. have it off. Not in college. Not in college though. Yeah, you gotta skip class. You wanna go do especially that. Especially a liberal college. But anyway, start for the bottom. Like my family, you know, they're hunters. Um, nothing, nothing crazy. No, we're not like big game hunters going out and getting elk stuff. But you know, I was always raised on that outdoor lifestyle. Um, when I was young, I mean, these guys call me they call me Chub Scout, but I was in I was in Boy Scouts. <laughs> Uh, from a young age, um, really got into it as I got a little older. Worked at uh, Camp Bayshore up here uh, by Fort Indian Town Gap, where Mason Moore is out of. You know, I got to support the truth. Used to catch a lot of hell for working at Camp Bayshore. Yeah, yeah, under investigation, man. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyways, uh, but scouting was kind of like my spark that really got me into the outdoors. So these guys, you know, they're going to talk about hunting, they're going to talk about fishing and all that stuff. But also another twist that I kind of want to throw into this podcast is, you know, camping. I think that's a big thing in my uh, life. Is camping. I love doing it, backpacking, um, traveling, places to go camping. So that's something that I'm going to bring to the podcast um, that you're probably going to yeah, hear. Yeah, this isn't just more. this just isn't about hunting. It's outdoor stuff in general. Yeah. But you know, camping goes a lot with hunting. You yeah. know, if well, you're if you're out west if we're heading here. down if we're heading um, to Maryland, Ohio, Virginia, whatever to hunt or fish, you know, a lot of the times we're not going to buy a two hundred fifty dollar hotel because it's just we're young. I mean. Yeah. We may be able to afford it, but do we want to? Like, this is where the aspect of Ben can bring it in the camping thing. Yeah, we can right. stay on state game lands. Yep. We can camp out. We can backpack in. You know, that's the thing. That's what Ben brings to the table, not yep. only with his hunting and fishing because he loves it, but he's got that camping, backpacking style, I too. I think with that camping aspect, too, you can get the places that nobody goes to yep. and see different... Yeah. You know, these people might be saying, oh, yeah, there's little 115 bucks running around down here. But they don't go up to the top of the mountain where the trees get thinner. There's a lot more you can see. You see more rut action up there, I maybe. Mean, that, that's the thing with Pennsylvania is that, you know, a lot of other states, there's a lot of big private land. But when you yeah. get to Pennsylvania, the, the public land is insane. Oh, I mean, yeah. when yeah. you go Ridiculous. out and you hunt public land like, in Pennsylvania, you're just scratching. Private land here. You're just scratching like, the top of the where, By the way, I hunt, like, there's a lot of people that are broken up. Like, you know, the guy I hunt has 25 acres. But then the next neighbor on property has like 125 acres. Yeah. But then after that, it's like three acres, four acres, yeah, exactly. seven acres. It's nothing like – it's not like you go out to Illinois and this guy owns four farms and then the next guy owns eight farms. PA is very de- – if yeah. you've never hunted PA, you know, it's it's a struggle. It is. For people yeah. that hunt state game lands. And if you I've don't been, have connections I've or been, you don't own it yourself. I've been privileged. I've, I haven't really hunted – PA much because my dad's so big of a hunter that we go elsewhere in other for states whitetail, at least. for whitetails yeah. that you know we're hunting other states like Ohio where you're seeing 135 inch deer 150 inch deer daily yeah there's there's advantages to every state yeah. and you know but PA's PA's a different ball game yeah, to a yeah, lot of people very different so hopefully you guys like that uh we'll be throwing in some outdoor stuff in there yeah. I'll have lots of nature trivia so I'll be throwing lots of uh, interesting facts that Especially fire sound manners, love fire sound manners. Um, but you know, <laughs> to, to keep going with, yeah, keep going into my background. Um, I mean, coming, uh, going into college. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't know what I do, wanted to do. I always had a passion for the outdoors, and that's something that kind of drove me going into school. Uh, my main thing I wanted to do going into school was I never wanted to sit behind a desk. I didn't want to push papers all day long. I didn't want to be on a computer all day long. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So going into school, uh, I started out as an environmental. Uh, major environmental science erm is what they call it at penn state environmental resource management um so i started off at penn state uh as an erm major and then i kind of realized uh whether what i wanted to do with it um i wouldn't really be able to make money uh as much as i love taking care of the environment going into a factory and telling somebody what they can't do and restricting the kind of money that they can make because i'm telling them they can't do it because it'll hurt the environment um 
this didn't really strike me as what I really wanted to do. I then looked into geology for a little bit, uh, and then I realized the only way you can make money in geology is in the oil industry, which then again goes against what one of my original things was, was taking care of the environment uh, and my love for the outdoors. And you know, the oil industry is kind of destroying it to a point. Um, but then I eventually found something that maybe not a lot of people realize is a major, um, but it's called turf grass science. Penn State's the number one in the world for it. Uh, I talked to some people, they introduced me to it, um, and now I'm just fully immersed uh, in the turf grass science. Uh, major in the industry. I love it. Taking care of high-end golf courses, taking care of stadiums. Last summer, I was down in Atlanta, Georgia, working at Cherokee Town and Country Club, a high-class facility down there. I mean, when you go down to Georgia, you got uh, Augusta National. You got East, uh, what was it called? East, Lake. East Lake. You got um, Atlanta Athletic Club. There's so many nice courses down there, and that one just added on to it as another really nice course. Uh, but then this year, uh, up at Penn State, Maine campus got introduced a lot of uh, professors in it. I uh, got the chance to go to some conferences down in Florida. I got the chance to work out at the Penn State golf courses. Um, and this summer, I was lined up to go work for the New York Mets. Uh, but COVID nineteen ruined it for you. Ruining that for me. So we'll see. Coronavirus ruined a lot of things. We'll I see think. what direction that uh, that's on another that will be season goes. So right now, I'm on the job hunt for somewhere else. But we'll be seeing where that goes. Yeah. So. so um, I don't know. Do we want to go into our stories now that so I think, we all killed bucks this past year? We'll go, you know, I gave a little bit of what I'm looking forward to this year. So if you guys want to talk, I mean, I know Peyton and I have, you know, next this upcoming Saturday, actually, Peyton and I will be hunting some uh, PA Big Woods for um, turkeys. And uh, the fall, turkeys. next weekend, me and Reed are headed up to my place in New York. Uh, we got a thousand acres. We do a lot of fishing, you know. We're gonna chain try. pickerel. Chain pickerel are big up there in the marsh. They are. We'll be, we'll be posting lots of pics yep, on our yep. Instagram, which, by the way, yeah. is follow our outdoor overtime. Yep, outdoor overtime on Instagram. So make sure you check it out. Yeah, yep. check it out. Um, but I think the one thing we wanted to get into, kind of give you guys a little tease, is the what this is going is we're gonna talk about our buck kills yeah. for the year. Yeah. Um, and I think we'll start with Mason. You know, he kind of alluded to shooting some big bucks this year. Up in so, the we'll have him talk about it first. Know his was smaller than mine. So uh, this year, <laughs> this year in um, New York, like I said, I hunt Ohio and New York. Um, this yeah, I just started. So in August, I started my first job as a lineman. So I was very busy. Um, I didn't get up to New York as much as I wanted to. My dad got up there more than me, but um, I did get up there and. Um, you know, there's one thing that's amazing about the property we're on. It's just the amount of deer there is crazy. Like, I bet you I sat the first weekend I was there. It's Friday. It's anytime, you, anytime you're there, I get Snapchats from you. It's like 63 it's deer just, out in this one food it's, plot. It's crazy. Like, I, I can guarantee you at least three hunts. Every time I'm there, I'll see 25 plus deer no matter what stand yeah. I'm sitting in. And it's all day long. So... I'll get in the morning and, you know, I can't even get into my stand because there's already 10 deer there. Just to push his way through the herd of deer. Yeah, and stand. the crazy I'm part fine. is about this property is I'll get into my stand and they'll see me climb up my tree stand and they'll be back they'll, within five minutes. Yeah. It's just, they, deer there's an abundance of acorns in the woods and we set, we plant so many food plots every year. My, my dad what are you is, planting them? his friend, uh, so Clover? in the bottom we plant corn and um, turnips and up top, we plant turnips and um, clover. Yep. But there's always deer in those food plots. I mean, it's I can't even explain how, how big are the food plots. You know, how many acres? I'd say that, pretty so. Big. We got yeah. two food plots up top, and I'd say they're at least probably two acres a piece. Okay. Up top, yeah. Yeah, one two on acres. The probably you get down to the and the one on the bottoms, yeah. At least, yeah, probably at least three acres on the That's bottom. But um, this 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 property is just amazing. You know what I mean? It's just. 
how many it's, palms do you so have? So you get, get, get to the butt killer. Anyway. Okay, so we don't, we don't care about how many I passed. I passed probably three bucks in um, archery season. You know, you're I was going after a target buck. Right? I had like one buck in mind. There was one buck I wanted to kill really bad. We've seen. We've had him on camera. For, so we've had this property for four years. We've had him on camera all four years, and um, his genetics just haven't gone anywhere. He's a super wide and heavy buck, and every year his tines just don't grow. His tines do not get any taller, but his mass just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm sure you'll see this buck. Um, we'll post pictures, whatever, but that was my target buck. I didn't want to shoot any other buck than him. He was probably 120-inch deer just because of how wide his and his mass yeah. was incredible. But um, that's he, the only he was buck. typical, right? Yep, yep, a 10-pointer. Yeah. He's the only buck on the property I wanted to kill. So I got through archery season, passed like three or four good bucks I would have shot. And then came rifle season, and I passed six bucks in one morning, and it just absolutely ate me up. And No, no, that was still in archery season. The last yeah. week in archery season, I passed up six bucks in one morning, and it just absolutely ate me alive. And the next weekend, I was back for rifle season, and I the first, you know, this buck that I had passed already twice, I think it was, I finally shot him. He was a tight 10. Um, so did you ever see the one that you're looking for on the cam at all? Or did you oh, not? he was on the camera all the time. No, but did you ever see him, but he was like, too far away? I never, I never saw him in person. Um, but, he, you know, early season was when he was real active in the daylight. But like I said, I just started my new job. I couldn't get up there. My dad actually wanted to hunt the stand that he was at all the time, eating acorns. But he didn't want to go in there because he didn't want to kill him. Because my dad was also after a buck, which was actually killed by another guy in our group. That buck scored 146 inches. Incredible buck, great buck. Uh, so we actually got that buck, um, the teeth on it. We um, sent it into the lab, and they got it um, tested for how old he was. And he was actually eight and a half years old, half, which yeah. is crazy. If, you know, that's, the, that's the oldest one you know, like that you've ever like. That's it, right there, eight and a half. Yeah. You know, you go on, Usually you go on Google. It's like yeah. four and a half, five and a half is like normal. Well, but, it, that's because. You know, you got high traffic areas. There. Yeah. Once rut comes around, they get hit. But your, your smart deer, they can, like, seven, eight, eight, I've seven never heard eight is when they die because of old age. But, yeah. um, Hard yeah, I, so I shot that buck first thing in the morning. I was probably in the stand a half an hour. But probably the coolest thing about that hunt was my sister was also hunting that morning. And she, right after I shot, my dad texted me that she had also just killed a buck. So that was a really cool weekend for us. We both um, shot a buck within probably 15 minutes of each other. Um, and you have that picture that uh, of you and your sister, yeah, the two bucks. Yep, it was a very cool thing. Yeah. Um, it's something I'll never forget in my life. But right, yeah. so you can check that picture. We'll also post that one over on Outdoor yep. Time. Yep. Um, but Taycotch, I think he's got a pretty thrilling yeah, story about his so, here. Like I said, I go to Penn State Harrisburg, um, and I, I lived on campus. And um, like I said, I'm an avid hunter, and I had classes throughout the week all every day. So on Wednesdays, I had a I had a lab, and it was my last class. It would go from, like, 1.30 to almost 3 o'clock. And we had lab that day, and I, I checked. I don't know if anybody else that's listening on here uses it, but DeerCast is a great app if you guys have never it. used yep. it. Yep. Um, it tells you, like, when the barometric pressure is good for deer, uh, the wind, the weather, like, all that stuff. Now, so, how does that... How do, okay, I don't even know if you know this, but how does the barometric pressure... The, the above a 30 is supposed to be good because of it's something with the atmosphere. Um, it keeps, like, I think your thermals away from them smelling you. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not 100% sure on that, um, don't, so don't quote me on that, but it's... 
it's something in their senses that once it's above 30, it's like supposed to be better hunting. Um, so anyways, I, like I said, I, I, I go to Penn State Harrisburg and my dad, he works a second job usually in the morning and he works for the guy that we hunt on his property over here in Mount Gretna, PA. And he was working there one day and I, I saw how nice it was on DeerCast. So I called him up and I asked him if he could take my clothes and stuff out to the place where we hunt at and I'll change there and get up in my stand because I saw how good it was. So I went to my class, got done with my lab like an hour early. So it was like, it was like 2.45 or something like that. And I headed home and it takes me about, it would take me about 25 minutes to get to the hunting spot. So I got there about a little after three, about 3.10, 3.15, got changed, got up in the woods, got up and settled in about 3.30 and just sat there. And throughout the night, I saw a couple doe here and there, uh, nothing in range. And then about about 20 minutes to last light I see this buck come out and cross about 80 yards ahead of me and I'm like I, I, at first I wasn't sure if it was a buck well he then came he started walking right to me on a beeline and he stops at about 50 yards and turkeys to my right were heading up to roost mm. so he was watching them and about four of them went up and roosted in a row, and he he was curious, so he just sat there and watched them. So what's your range at though? When you're when you're out there archery hunting, like you said, it's at fifty yards right now. Like, well, I, what? I ended up shooting this buck at forty two yards. At My 40, dad. So like, what's what's the yardage that you're waiting for? I mean, I, okay, so honestly, the only I'm reason never, I took I've that never archery hunted, so yeah. I was a little curious. See, so me and Peyton are different here. Like Peyton yeah. always shot competitive archery. Yeah. I mean, I shot competitive archery when I was real young, but personally, but competitive archery you only shoot twenty yards, but I did a lot of three D archery as well. Yep. So yeah. I was good at judging yardage and stuff too. So okay, so this deer's coming in. It's at fifty right now. What yardage are you thinking? I want this deer to get to like thirty-five. The only reason I took the shot is because he was getting ready to head back to where he came from. So what yardage like, away you, from me? So what yardage are you comfortable at? That you're like, if I if I see a deer within this, like it's automatic. Well now trigger. now I know. Well, my first buck I shot at thirty-three yards. I was comfortable with that. Yeah. So comfortable with that. And uh, this past year, I actually got my forty sighted in, luckily, and. I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, you know what? I sighted in this year, and I'm like, this buck's heading away from me. He's, a, I can see his rack from here. It, yeah. It's, it's nice and wide. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull back. And he wasn't looking at me. He was behind a tree watching these turkeys go up. Mm -hmm. So he had no, do, no clue where I was at. You're outside, I'm guessing. You're yeah, so, the wind was perfect. It was so, it was going down the mountain. Um, he had no idea I was there. I think it all depends and, on. Yeah, the, he was broadside. It all, it all depends on the shot. Um, but personally, you know, I don't like to shoot outside of 30 yards. Right. I think I've killed five deer now with my bow. And PA, it's actually hard to get a shot. Like it depends. It depends all on the like, situation where you're hunting, um, especially public land. I yeah, know when you get when you get in PA, they have these things. It's actually state uh, plants called mountain laurels. And yeah. If you get on certain parts of Pennsylvania mountains, or a mile a minute. That's even stuff too. mile a minute too, uh, or uh, multi-floral rose, which is like thorns, pretty much. Yeah. You get in that stuff. You get in certain parts of the mountain. Yeah. It's so thick. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's terrible. It's all it's you know your your distance. You can be comfortable up to a certain range in a wide open area, but when it comes to hard woods, you know you know thick brush, it all changes your shot angle. If whether it's broadside quartering away, I know I'll never take a quartering two shot. That's just something I won't do. You know I'm very yeah, comfortable it's... with a quartering away shot. I've shot yeah. three out of those five deer I've shot have been quartering well, away. Like I said, this. This buck came to this tree at about 50 yards and is watching um, these turkeys fly up. And I think there was about six of them. And four of them, I know for sure, flew up because you can hear their wings. I go, this one, they go up and make a lot of noise on the branches and stuff. Um, so he was curious about them. And at this point, I didn't have my rangefinder out. So I was like, I, I know that's not comfortable for me, 50 yards. And I was, so I was like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. 
So after those four turkeys go up to roost, he starts walking down some more. And he walks down and turns broadside and starts feeding. And as he's feeding, this last turkey goes up and he turns his neck and looks back at it. And when he turned his neck and looked back at it, I pulled back and I guessed about, like I said, 40 yards. Put my 40 right on his lungs, shot. Heard, when the shot went, I heard it smack. And then he turned right around and headed down the mountain. So after I shot, my dad worked second shift on his real job. I gave him a call and I said, hey, I just shot one. He goes, no, you didn't. I said, yeah. And he goes, how big? I said, well, I couldn't tell. It was starting to get dark. It was like 10 minutes till last light. And um, so I gave him a call and he, he said, okay, well, let the owner know that you shot one and see if he can come help you. So I gave him a call. He came up about... 20 minutes later. You called later. me, though, right? right yeah, after. but you weren't home. So you, you couldn't help. No, you, yeah, you called me. I was like 20. I was at Hoke's house, actually. Yeah, you were helping Cameron Hoke's. You were helping And uh, we were over at his sister's house, and yeah. he called me, and I'll never forget it. He called me, dude, 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 dude. You know, he's still, that like adrenaline. we said, that adrenaline. That adrenaline something you can't you can't even put into yeah. words. He called me. I could tell he was still shaking. He all worked up. And he's like, I need you I need you here now. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I need you to come to know this person's house i'm not gonna tell their so, name yeah, how, how long after was it when you called mason um i called my dad first and then i called landowner yeah and then my dad said Maybe call him minutes? and he's like call mason too to see if he can come help you or call our other friend david so i gave mason a call and that's when he said he can't and i said well what about your dad and then his dad was busy that night because his dad owns a business so he was still doing some orders and well, stuff. well he was going to come out and help you that night but then you and todd yeah i said i want to I wanted yeah. to, landowner, yeah, yeah, I wanted to back out um, because he came up and we couldn't find blood. And that's you, the worst feeling, well, dude. Yeah, that's but, the worst feeling. You shoot something, <laughs> and you're like, oh man, I nailed this thing. You yeah. walk up where you shot it, and you're like, I, I talked to my dad. He's like, it kind of gets just, into your story, doesn't yeah. it? My dad goes, just just sit in the stand, let your jitters calm down. I don't want you falling because yep. you're the only one out there right now by yourself. So the landowner comes up, he, he gets down. It's, it's dark by now. Uh, we start walking up there and. It looks totally different when you're on the ground from the tree stand. Like, it's it's two different perspectives. So, I'm like, I think I shot him here. And we're looking, we're looking, can't find any blood. I, I took him to the way that I saw the buck ran, and there, nothing, nothing, nothing. I now, said, is, this right. still, is this still at, uh, the same day you shot it? or is it Yeah, yeah, this is okay. like so 30 night. minutes after I shot it. Okay. Okay? And uh, I couldn't find my arrow, couldn't find anything. I was like, you know, let's just back out. I, I'll yeah. call my, uh, Me and my dad will come back in tomorrow morning. So, we back out, and... Now, earlier this season, I shot a doe, hit her high. I remember this. I went and chased her right away, which was a terrible idea. Yep. And uh, I think the neighboring guy, he shot a buck that day, and he was dragging his buck out. He I think he her. bumped her, and she ran to the corn, uh, and we didn't have much blood. And But we you remember we looked the next the next, sat, the next day. And I, I was devastated because that's never happened to me. I'm like, man, I shot a deer, didn't get her. I'm like, this is terrible. And I'm thinking that with this buck. I'm like, because I didn't know how good the shot was. Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like... If this happens again, I something's, we something's looked up. At, I got practice. We looked. We looked the next more. day, and you know, I found blood. And yeah, I found your arrow. You yeah, know, we was, found it. It was broken know, in half. Yeah. You know. So the rest of it was in there. But you know, that's a tough thing to take as an archery hunter. Yeah. So then that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, this is gonna happen all over again. Here we go, deja vu. Yeah. So me and my dad get up next morning. I had class. I I couldn't. I didn't go. I'm I'm looking for this buck. You know, yeah, obviously. I'm, yeah, I'm but skipping class. You got buck fever. Yeah. So we we get up there. He's like, all right, get back up in your tree stand. Show me. I'm gonna walk around here. Tell me when you where you shot it at. And I'm like, all right, I think I shot it there. All right, he's like, all right, come down. We're gonna look. Mark it with a piece of paper towel or something, so we know where you think you yeah, shot it. So something looking, hat. Yeah. Glove. So we're looking. We're looking. I'm like, Dad, and she went this way, or he went this way. Um, 
in this area is what it looked like. And we're looking. He's like, nothing. He's like, all right, let's go back again and see where we think he shot her. Maybe if she was up, or maybe she, he, um, maybe he was up higher. So he's like, I'm going to look up here and you look down around there again. So my dad goes up about 10 yards and he goes, I got blood here. I was like, no, you didn't. And he's like, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Best feeling ever. Yep. He goes, right after he said I got blood here, he goes, here's here's part of your arrow. It could be like a drop. Most of blood. my arrow was out. And about three inches it was still in it, um, in the buck. Because he's like, it broke off, no broadhead. So the broadhead must be still in him. So now on my Hoyt CRX, I'm pulling about 55 pounds. It could be upped, obviously. We just haven't yet. Um, I shot at 42 yards. So I'm thinking, all right, penetration probably is not going to give me that exit unless I hit both of those lungs. Like mm-hmm. straight, like because I just didn't think it had enough penetration for it for, at that yardage. Um, so we start walking. We got blood. We got blood. And the night I shot it, I saw it stop and do a little stumble, but got back up and kept going. So I said to my dad, I go, "We're following the blood trail." And I was like, "We found a big spot." And I go, "I think that's where he stumbled yeah. and poured out some blood." Well, after that, we lost blood. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, here we go." And we're at the top of the mountain, getting ready to go down the mountain, and. We're looking there, and my dad sees this set of antlers, and he goes, he, he pulls up the monoculars, he goes, I think that's your buck. We start walking down to it. We get back on the blood trail, too. We start walking down to it. No, it's a shed. With a, so well, wait, it was far, a skull, actually, with antlers, so it wasn't a shed, but how it was far a did buck you that walk? How far was it in between blood? 30 yards, right? No, no, oh, no, 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 blood, no, between, between blood. blood. It was about uh, 25 yards till we got wow. on back, back on blood, yeah. So we do like a... If you can't find blood, do a 10-yard radius kind of thing yeah, yeah. and circle keeps, to see if, yeah, if it yeah. went which way he went. And so we get back on it, and he starts huffing it right into the ground, like really hard. You can see the hoof marks. He's starting to, you know, and he's going down the mountain, so he's starting to stumble a lot. And, you know, another 30 yards on that trail that he was on, he veered off to the right, curled up, put his legs in to try to stop that bleeding because yeah. I only had that entrance hole. And... He was solid when we got to him. Yeah. He was stiff. So, so where did the, yeah. the arrow end up going in? Did it hit, like uh, it hit right in the smack center of the heart. 12 ring it. If you okay. if you know what 3D, uh, if you've ever done a 3D sh- uh, shoot, 12 ringing is the best shot you can have on any animal. Wow. There's a, it goes 12 ring, 10 ring, 8, and then See, some, 5. Some, it's crazy. It. Sometimes you can whack a, you know, a nice buck in the heart and he can run for... Or double lung it and they can still run It's crazy. My dad running. actually... My dad shot a 130-inch buck a couple years ago in Ohio and he hit double lung and nicked the heart and that deer went for over yeah. 600 yards. My dad wow. my dad double lunged a doe last year and she ran about 120 yards. It's crazy. They can yeah. run... It's all about adrenaline. Just yeah. like we love adrenaline, they, lo- they have adrenaline too and they can just go and go and go and go and go. Now, this was my second buck. I shot a doe two years... Two years ago now. I shot a buck last year and I shot a buck this year. I'll get to my buck last year, another podcast, but let's hear from Ben Rita. Yeah, let's hear coat. about this buck. All right, so this is, this is a pretty good Hell of an adventure right here. Story. So I guess a little background before this. My first year hunting, uh, like my first year hunting, I guess maybe 12 years old when we would have been the first year go hunting out. Just yep. deer. deer hunting or just small game? No, deer hunting. Okay, all right. Uh, it, was like, it was like later in the day, first day of deer season. My dad was probably like 50 yards away from me. Um, you know, it's kind of that point in the day where you're getting, you're getting tired. It's getting desperation. See, this is good because yeah. you do mostly gun hunting. Me and him love the boat. Yeah. yeah. Mostly, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. Gun, I gun hunted for the first yeah. time this year. I, I never, I always bow hunted for, hunted, gun for, deer, hunted. for deer so far. I'm primarily uh rifle, but yeah. I do want to get into archery at some point. Yeah. But don't yeah. do crossbow, please. So anyway, <laughs> I'll go back to the story. So my first shot hunting, uh, it's getting late in the day. Nothing I'm against crossbows. There. Yeah. Well, they're cheating, but, 
(laughs) (laughs) Anyways, to the story. Um, I'm sitting there uh, my first year, and here comes a four-pointer rolling up right in front of me. I got about a 35-yard shot, but, you know, it's my first time hunting. You know, you want to talk about the jitters. You see a buck come up in front Mm, of you. You're so excited. I I had an iron sight single shot 30-30 Winchester, I want to say. (laughs) Iron sights in general. Iron sights. And it's a single shot. You're 100 PA. You're on the ground. Yep. That's PA hunting. Yeah, you're only getting a 35-yard shot. I mean, and also, I mean, this this gun's been passed down through the family. Like, my uncle's used it. My dad's used it. My brother used it. So, I pull this gun up. I don't even think I'm aiming at it. I I mean, I I have the the gun pointed. I I see a pop. It's it's my first year. I pull the trigger. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, he runs away. So then, anyways, (laughs) three years down the road, I have another nice five-pointer pull up onto me. uh, Around state game lands for this one. And... I mean, it's one of those times where you shoot and you're like, oh, I nailed that thing. I, I railed that. Yeah. But of course, you know, the jitters are gone. And then yeah. I go down. I mean, I took a one shot at it. I thought I hit it broadside. Um, and then it ran off. You know, you always got to take that second pot shot at it. Right. Why yeah. not? I mean, what does it matter at this point? Um, and then, of course, I went down there. You don't see any blood. So, I mean, that was that was probably four years ago that happened. I was so I was so deterred from hunting at that point. It happens. Um, but then the year after that, uh, or no, two years after that, I got my first deer. I got a doe. Um it was a, it was a, it was it was kind of small. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um. But then this year, uh, first time ever Saturday deer season. Um, I got a chance to kill my first buck. I mean, when I go hunting, if I can be out of there before nine o'clock, I mean that's a dream. It is. Yeah. Well, and, anybody, you know, you want to get in there and do it, but you, <laughs> half of the battle is just sitting there though and it enjoying is. the woods itself. It is. So going into this, uh, we're up on public lands. Um, going this morning. I mean, you talk about the. Uh, turkeys roostering. We're walking in. We had. I got spooked by three turkeys are roostering. Yeah. Down. I mean, it's like. It's were like, you on the Appalachian Trail? No. We were, well, oh. we were up by that way. That's yeah. what I thought. So it, it's like thunder raining down on you yeah. when you come across. Yeah, these, these I mean, turkeys. they're loud. They tear yeah. down branches. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So get up to my stand. It's still four thirty in the morning. I'm like, I, I'm taking a nap. Obviously, I can't even load my gun until six thirty at sunrise. Right. So I have my eyes closed. There, probably I think five forty five rolls around. Of deer comes up right behind my stand and walks right past me and i can't even see it it's still black outside anyway 6 30 rolls around you know you can finally load the gun we're sitting there um and mason moore was actually out hunting uh by the gap I was at the gap. gap yeah you know him he's bitching he's on he's on public land he's, this is this is this is probably like one of the, the biggest the first times one of the first times i've ever hunted public maybe the first time i've actually hunted it for deer but i was on public land and there were people fucking everywhere that's, because, yeah. that's pa though gun hunting yeah you know rifle that's hunting you first gotta... it's tradition but mm-hmm. that's why i love bow hunting because there's nobody in the woods. yeah I you don't agree. have to wear orange which i love yeah huh. so i'm texting me some more on and off in the morning you know he's complaining about how many people he's seeing not seeing any deer how he's not petting the deer practically yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways i'm sitting there i think it's about 8 30 rolls around um and i'm sitting there in my stand and here comes Two, I want to say it was two deer. Yeah, there was a. When that happens, the back a, of the hair, the hairs on the back of your neck just stand up. I know, and you're you're just keened into whatever is happening in front of you, and here it comes rolling up. I didn't even see. I probably didn't even see it until it got about a hundred yards in front of me. I mean, they can be they can be stealthy. So you were in a stand time. for this one? I was on the ground for this. We had oh. like it's like a ground blind that we have built up up there. Oh, okay. But I'm sitting there on the ground because you um, said it in your stand. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I call it this. Yeah, I call it yeah. Man, but I, I know. Um, right. There comes rolling up. Uh, I'm just waiting for it. It's coming. I'm like, all right. It looks like two does. You know, you can't. You can't. If you don't have PA, binoculars, it's yeah. hard to tell. Here in PA, you can't shoot uh, doe in the first. It's certain certain sections of the. They actually changed, changed, changed that. that. They yeah, changed this year. But anyway, changed. so you at least, for, be, but... at least for this season, you can't shoot a doe within the first week. The doe population here is crazy now. That's why it's pretty crazy considering there's only two weeks of raffle deer season. So the first week of raffle deer season, you can't even shoot doe. So you know, if you see a doe, it doesn't even matter. Plus, you got to have the special tags here in PA. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much any state, but. I'm like, ah, you know, it's not a big deal. So then eventually, I'm like, ah, I'll put the scope up and look. And then you see one, two, three, four, five times. You're like, oh, it's game time. As long as you have three on the one side, yeah, though. It's yeah, three, it's three. What is it, three and then two, I think? Just, no, as, as long as one has three. three. Yeah, so if anyways, one side has three. So yeah. I'm counting five, and I'm like, all right, it's game time. I get the rifle up. I have it on my knee. This thing's probably about 35 yards out. You know, it's getting close. You go, give the little whistle. People go, you go, you, you, what are you? You whistle or you go, man? Yeah, I give it the whistle. Yeah. I give it the man. Sometimes it doesn't matter. Um, but it stops, bang. It starts running off. I take another shot, bang. Now I remember this because... <laughs> and Mason Moore is like... Yeah, I got another Mason, Mason Moore text. I'm looking at my phone. He's like, dude. He's like, I can see 13 people within the next square mile. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I just dropped one. And he's yeah, like, no, I, you did. <laughs> I didn't believe him. I didn't believe him. I was like, dude, I just... No, no, I you actually called me, I think. I you texted me and then you called oh, me. Oh, yeah. And you're like, dude, I just shot him, but... I, Dude, I think I missed. I think I missed. I, don't, oh I think I missed. I'm like, I didn't see a drop. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, I was in the stand, but no, I couldn't have been because the first week is only doe, or only, only buck, sorry, buck, only yeah. buck, and I already have my buck because yeah. I killed mine the fourth day into archery. Yeah, so I'm, so I, I shoot this thing, and of course, you know, you go to text people. I mean, the first time That's I remember, what you I, first, first, time, I shot, first yeah. time I shot one, shot one, I remember I was like, I was shaking like crazy, I couldn't even yeah. text Oh, yeah. the second time, you know, you get a little bit chilled out, you've already experienced it a little bit. So I eventually then I text my dad. I'm like, hey, I shot one. I'm going to sit on it for a while and then I'll start looking. So eventually he comes over the mountain. It's probably like 15 minutes after I shot it. We start looking around uh, right there in the general area for blood and I'm not seeing anything. I'm like, dude, That's, this is that deja, makes your heart drop. deja vu, third time. You're yeah. such a disappointment, you know. You yeah. missed the, missed the third chance to get, I mean, most people, like, if you get a buck, if you get a chance at a buck maybe once every two years, that's pretty good. MPA. MPA. Especially on game lands. Yeah. Game you know, game lands. Yeah. A decent really buck. Yeah. A decent so, buck. Like, Unless, dude, if I, you're not hunting every day, like, yeah. but most people have a life, they have a job, they can't get out every day. Yeah. Only so, weekends. I'm thinking, I'm like, oh my God. That's why PA needs to make this. Sunday hunting a thing. Yeah, I can't believe I missed this. So then I'm walking and rocking around like that. I'm going to go up and see where I took this pot shot at this thing. Right. I'm going to go see if I yeah. hit it there. Go back and, and read. I'm going, I'm like playing through everything. Eventually I'm walking up in this direction where you wouldn't even think there'd be blood. I walk in like, I found blood. So then, you know, Sherlock Holmes gets on the case. He starts tracking the blood. <laughs> starts looking around. I mean, it must have been. I probably walked forty yards, and there it was. You dropped on the ground. Nice seven. You didn't pointer. hear it. You didn't hear it. Though? You know, I I remember when I shot my doe. I remember shooting it. I heard my doe crack. When I shot my doe, it I was probably my... fifteen yards away from me. Yeah, like it was ridiculously close. My doe had a big rock though. I remember, I remember hearing it drop. Like I usually hear it, and like you hear it slide and leaves. And I thought, like I thought, I heard it drop down and like slide. Um, but he could have just stumbled when he was yeah, 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 you don't know. know. So eventually, I walk over, find blood. There it is on the ground. Beautiful seven pointer. Um, I'll drop the pictures as well on yeah, well, uh, Outdoor pictures. Overtime Instagram. Yeah. Um, but awesome first buck for me to kill. Um, the year before, two years before that, my brother shot a monster buck out of the same stand I was in. And I mean, this, it, it's a monster. First PA State game land. Yeah. I don't know, it must have been a little bit older one too. But uh, maybe we'll talk about that again in another podcast. If, but, you guys, if you guys are big hunters, anybody that's listening to this that enjoys hunting, I mean, I think you'll probably agree with me. 
you enjoy watching one of your good buddies or your family members shoot a nice buck yeah. is just as much as you enjoy shooting yeah. a nice buck. And almost as good as shooting the buck is being able to sit around. I think yeah. the people that you, stories. I think the people that you tell get more excited about it. Like I know when I called my dad on both my bucks and told him I just killed one and my doe, he got more excited than I did, I was, I think. Yeah. Like he because oh, he, was at, he was at work for both. With, that's the thing with parents. They're like, I don't even yeah. care that I don't even shoot one if my kid can shoot both. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. My dad was just ecstatic with them both times. Yeah. And the first one, I was like, I, I called him. And I just got in the stand. He just texted me like, are you in the stand? I was like, yeah. And like, not even a minute later, I just, I shot mine. I tried calling him. He didn't answer. I'm like, you need to call me. He calls me right back. He's like, what's up? I was like, I just shot one. I just dropped the buck. He's like, no, you didn't. Yeah. I just watched it fall. His belly, white belly's up right now. It's like, dude, that's awesome. And he, he actually left work uh, early that night. He got home at like 10 o'clock. I was still in my camouflage and all. And he's like, that's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I think we're going to wrap up our first episode yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, like I said. Give us a uh, follow on follow Instagram. On at Outdoor Overtime. Uh, if you want to check out those pictures of the buck we were talking about here, we'll be posting our first bucks as well. We'll be tagging our own personal Instagrams. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, I'm at Senor Um. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you mine. I think I'm Mason underscore more. I think 34. it's Mason underscore. We'll tag ourselves. We'll put it on our bio too. We'll put it in there. Yeah, we'll yep. put it on our bio. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but I think looking into the next episode, Mason and I will be heading up to uh, New York within the next two weeks. So this, I think, this upcoming Saturday, me and him will yeah. be We got a lot going on in the next couple of weeks. Peyton and I are turkey hunting. Turkey hunting Saturday. This, I'll try yeah. Maybe if Rita wants to, I'll try to get him out. But yeah, so uh, in our we'll next be doing episode, a lot. I think we'll be talking about maybe we'll... Turkey hunting and some fishing. Turkey hunting and yeah, some it's fishing. asking yeah. What, what are we planning on for the next episode. Yeah, That's what we'll be doing. Turkey hunting. Yeah. Um, maybe we we'll might make it a little bit longer. If... I don't know if we should do once a month. You know, you guys can fill us into. We're, yeah, we're going to be doing a lot. We're of open to stuff. DMs if you guys liked it. If you guys want us to do, you know, how many a month, twice a month, something like that. Uh, just let us know. We we'll get back to you. Also, we're going to start. Um, we're going to you know certain episodes like if we're going to be talking about turkey hunting. You know, uh, Peyton's dad is a huge turkey hunter, a great turkey hunter. Yeah. We're going to have um, guests on here. We're going to have people to interview. Yep. Um, Other if you want to hear stuff. about certain things like um, tactics on whitetail hunting, hunting this state, doing this, doing that, let us know. Or you um, know, if you want to like a review on Sitka gear or something. Yeah, we'll do reviews. I, yeah, all like, kinds of stuff. Um, if if you if we use spray stuff like that, even. But other than that, I think that's, that's wrap it, for it our up. First um, yeah. I think next episode, maybe mid May. Yeah, we'll soon. Be smart. At, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what goes soon. on, but yeah, probably mid May. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll wrap it up. Other than that, thanks for listening. Yep. Stay outdoors. Yep. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>